Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. You're probably already there. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with his wife, Sarah, that you just heard. He's going to sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos works on JackieCation.com the website. There are many ways to support the show. The Amazon link is one. You can use an Amazon link from JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com to go to Amazon. You order like normal and it supports the show. There is a straight up donation button, PayPal or Venmo to this uh, email address that is mine, Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can just donate to the show if you like the show a lot. I think PayPal has figured out a way to do a monthly. If you want to go monthly, please do. Other ways to support the show if you want to is you can buy merch. There's Dork Forest t-shirts and all the shirts are union made here in America. So they run a little big. Union Bayside. So if you want to look up their size chart. And then the other merch is my stand-up merch. On JackieCation.com, you can watch me do stand-up. You can look at my schedule and the stand-up merch, a couple of different t-shirts, couple of different enamel pins, and all my CDs and my DVD. If you want to live stream my DVD, it's over there at ComedyFilmNerds.com. They have a live streaming capability, or you can get a hard copy of the DVD on my website. Oh, there are premium episodes at Bandcamp. TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com has probably 10 episodes that were done live. They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. If you've run out of regular episodes, go over to TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com and get some more. Other than that, I say this. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in the green room of the Comedy Works Greenwood uh, in Denver, Colorado. And we're doing a podcast because I just did her podcast and I did... Uh, whatever. I'm at the Comedy Works and I'm with <laughs> the, uh, Denise Plant. Hello and welcome to the show, Denise Plant. I am so excited to be here on your podcast. I I'm know. a fan and I will tell you, this is my first ever guest appearance on a podcast. This is it. Attainable goal, it turns <laughs> it out, is. to be on other people's pod. This, uh, I would like to apologize in advance because I might have released a floodgate of people going, oh, she's willing to... She wanted to do a podcast? <laughs> so it is at Denise Plant Denver is your Twitter and Instagram and all the things, right? E at the end of plant. Yes. Don't so forget the E. D- uh, Denise and then P-L-A-N-T-E yeah. Denver. Yeah. So, uh, and it'll be in the notes. But you also, I did your second ever of your podcast, mm-hmm. which is called Life and After with Denise and Deb. What do you think of it? Uh, it was fun. It was Good. really fun. Yeah. You know what? You have comics on your podcast. It's a bit of plug and play. So uh, I... You were like, I don't know what I'm doing with, but we had just done like morning Colorado television, yeah. right? So there, I host a TV show also. It's Colorado and Company. Yeah. And then um, I work radio, 106.7 The Bull for iHeart. Right, which is country music. Yeah, country music. Then I freelance for Daily Last, Daily Blast Live. <laughs> I have like 10 jobs. And then I started this podcast. Right. And, and, and your copious amounts of free time. Yeah, of course. And, which I'm learning so much. Like the gear that you have, I'm going to have to buy this so I can well, do it on the go. I don't think so because you're doing it. Well, you're doing it. 
in the studio right now, right? Yeah, but if they can't come to me, I can go to them with the right, gear right. that you have. Easily, and this is a simple setup. The headphone uh, mic setup is a new, I got it from Brandy Posey and Lady to Lady, Barbara Gray. Fancy. It's a, uh, yeah, and easy, right? Because yeah. now we can just sort of kick back, talk. Yeah, but the podcasting, I, what I thought was interesting was, when you came on, because it starts with Life and After with Denise and Deb, it starts with Deb Shepard, who's a psychic, yeah. and she's supposed to, you know, like read you for five to ten minutes, and even if you don't believe, it's kind of fun, it's entertainment. Yeah. Um, yeah you, were a diffi- you were a difficult read. Well, do you know why? Uh, and we talked about this, it's because I'm an open book. Yeah. And, um, but it's not, it's uh, like I have, uh, I, I did uh, Karen and Kira can read is mm-hmm. like believe the name of their Kira and Karen can read or Karen and Kira can read is the name of the Kira Sultanovich Karen Rontowski uh, psychic podcast. That is a mouthful. And it is a mouthful. And those two, um, I've known each, like I've known Karen Rontowski for 30 years mm-hmm. and I've known Kira for at least a dozen. So, or 10. So they have a better chance of, of sort of psychically reading me because they know you well. Yes. And Do you I, believe I, in it? Well, I don't have a problem with, like re like actually like I've been like one time when I used to babysit, I don't know. We're not going to talk about your dorkdom for a second. Obviously. <laughs> Sorry uh, about no, that. Oh, no worries. <laughs> but the thing is, is, is the, like I've been to psychics in malls, right? Like mm-hmm. strip malls. They'll have in Los Angeles. There's tarot card readers. There's uh, probably in 99 or 2000. I, t- I was babysitting for a friend of mine's kids. Uh, she's my friend now. She was my boss at the time. So I take her kid to acting classes and then I have to kill an hour. Mm-hmm. So I walk down the hill and I go to the strip mall and there is a, a tarot card reader there. And it was probably 1998 or 99. And I just started doing online dating. And um, so I was like, well, I have 20 bucks. Let's do this. Let's find and, out who the man of my dreams is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I go in. And in 1999, uh, it was a, I got a cassette tape. Of that reading. You do still? No. No, I oh, lost okay. it. I don't oh, know whatever okay. happened to it, but I listened to it so much I did almost wear it out. I listened wow. to it a shit ton, and it was dumb. But it was <laughs> wonderful because she was so funny because she read these things, and I said, oh, we can, uh, we can do career. Well, let's do, because I just joined this online dating thing. Am I going to find a fella? And she reads it, and she you can hear it in her voice. I wish I still had the tape. <laughs> I swear to God, I wish I had it, because she was like, Yes, you're going to find, actually, you're going to find a really amazing, and it was a woman I did Aww. not know, and she said, you're going to find an amazing guy who's going to be like your soulmate. And I was like, well, that seems unlikely. And she goes, um, no, this, I mean, this says that this is going to be a really powerful relationship. It's going to be a wonderful relationship. And I said, oh, wow. Okay, well, that's great. And then there's this pause on the tape, and she goes, I am, I should tell you, this is a really slow card. <laughs> So meaning so that it's going to take a while? Yeah, this is going to take a second. <laughs> and I met Andy Ashcraft, my my fella. Yeah. My current fella. What is <laughs> Your soul mate. Your soul mate. Don't forget wow. those two important words. Here's the good news. He doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, but I met him four years later, like three or four years later, wow. and which can seem like an eternity if you're dating. Yeah. And... Um, I told I told my boys, by the way, who mm-hmm. your husband is, and they were like, Mom, I got to meet her and meet him. <laughs> well, they'd like to meet him, really, is what yeah. they want to do. They're going to meet me and go, so what games do you play? And I'm like, mm, Marvel Puzzle Quest <laughs> on my phone. So this might take it a little deep, but the reason why, and I never believed in psychics at yeah. all, but the reason why I have Deb on 
years ago, I worked a morning show in radio and she came on and I said, look, I don't believe in psychics. It says in the Bible, stay away from false prophets, blah, 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 blah. And there's a lot of things in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that scared me. And I said, we're going to do this for the entertainment value. My co-host wants you. And she said, that's fine. Afterwards, I got a little you know, inquisitive and I said, yeah, would you mind? Okay, go ahead and give me a read. And she knew something about me that no one ever knew. And till this day, I can't figure it out. And it was face to face, right? It was face to face. And I ended up crying. Yeah. And I had... <laughs> You're like, I want to make people cry. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> but when I was younger, there was a, a foster boy that lived next door mm -hmm. and we were going to adopt him. Mm -hmm. And I was young too. I was like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, Denise, come out and let's let's play. And uh, I had an older friend there. And she said, if you play with him, I'm going to play. You know, when you're kids, right. I'm not going to play with you. I'm going to go play with Michelle. Right. So I said, Joey, I'll be right back. Don't do anything. And he told me, well, if you don't play with me, I'm going to go by the pool. And I said, Joey, everybody knows you're afraid of water. So yeah. just stop it and I'll be back. Well, sure enough, he ended up at the bottom of the pool. And we never adopted. What? Yeah. I know he that's, died? He died. He died. And I had so much guilt. Welcome to the dark forest. I know you, guys. you got. Uh, I, you might want to edit this part out. No, no, no. It's fine. But it's horrifying. It's horrifying. So yeah. and so, it affected your life. My entire life, I had so much guilt. But that was in California. I never shared it with anyone. And you were seven. Seven or eight, yeah. Seven or eight. So you might want to let that go. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I went through a lot of therapy over it. Good. But through my family. I never yeah. even talked to like a professional therapist. And right. And so for her to pick that up. That scared me. Right. You were and, like, oh, there's... And the thing is, as I will say this about psychics and, and people who are intuitive, that it is... There's there's obviously different levels to it. And, mm -hmm. there's, and there are empathetic people who are not empaths. You know, they don't have a superpower. Uh, but I feel like there are people who get it. Yeah. You know, who have yeah. a connection with other people and with their surroundings and are much more attuned and attentive you have to care right <laughs> about other people to want to even aspire to be a, a tarot card or a reader like or see a tarot cards just you saying that scares me like i would never go to a tarot card reader oh really i wouldn't i feel i see that's how scared i am of all this stuff i think like is that the devil's work is that this is that but i know deb and yeah. she's a really good person and yeah. she always does it on a positive note Right. Well, and here's so. and then the thing is, is like Karen tells me that she gets recurring calls from people because she does it over the phone, and uh, for people who are like, "Well, I, I'm dating this married guy. Is he going to leave his wife?" Mm. And Karen is like, no. "I don't even <laughs> have to read the yeah. cards to let you know that this isn't happening. You're you've made some bad life decisions, mm -hmm. and to some extent, it's therapy, you know, and." All things can be used for, I think. Positive reasons. Right, positive right. reasons and evil reasons. Mm -hmm. My oldest brother is an evangelist. Oh. And he is one of the meanest men that I've ever met in my life. You're kidding me. He is a genuinely angry, mean gentleman. He can be a good guy. That doesn't mean he can't be a good guy, but he's he's, he's just mean. Yeah. And you're like, dude. You're not supposed to be that way. You're not, hel you're not helping my... Because I like Jesus. I'm a big fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, I uh, And I... Consider myself a Christian. I rarely mention it because everyone who talks about it usually then says something horrifying. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a huge fan also of separation, of my religion and my belief system yeah. uh, should come out in my actions. Right, right, right. And so I know incredibly good people that are other religions. Mm -hmm. And 
I know people who don't like those other religions. And you're like, you don't get to not like a whole religion. You get to like and not like each person. You know, you can't tell me you hate Mormons. Or yeah, absolutely. You I can't totally tell agree. Me you hate Muslims and you can't tell me you hate anything. Mm-mm. You could tell me you don't like Bill. Bill sounds like a piece yeah. of shit yeah. on it. I'm, I agree. And I agree there are some like man-made laws and religion that you may d- disagree with. Like I consider myself spiritual. Mm-hmm. I don't consider myself like very religious. You know, I, I well, have who's a, got the time to go yeah. to church. I know. Such a... <laughs> anyway, back to the dorkism. Gosh, that went deep. Right. Didn't it? It, it did. We, okay. Yeah. But it was a nice 10 minutes. So I say, <laughs> here's what fascinated me. So like literally when I go on the road and I do, radio and I do television and I do all the local press, I'm done. I'm done doing it. Uh, and then you said, I have a podcast called this. And I was like, yeah, yeah don't, you seem really I was nice. so excited and I was nervous. Yeah. Wasn't I? You I was nervous. nervous. I know. And I was like, but you seem like a really nice woman. And Thank I was you. like, well, let's hang out and, and, uh, be acquaintances and possibly friends. Yes. And so, uh, and then you're going to be we really sad out. that you gave me your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be going, so Jackie, um, what should I do what here? I'm doing now? <laughs> hey, look what I'm doing. <laughs> we're texting now, did you know? That's hilarious. Uh, but, the, but then you were talking about freaking metal detectors. Yes. You and your whole family. Yeah. Two boys, yep. husband. You all own your own metal detectors? We do it as a family, Jackie. Do you each have your own items? Um, or do you share? No, no, no. I, we share three. We have three now. We started out with one. And the reason why we started out metal detecting, <laughs> and this is going to take a weird turn. Please. Grandma died. Oh. Yeah. Aww. So my husband's grandma. Oh, his, your husband's grandmother died. died. And she didn't believe in banks. <laughs> and she was a little paranoid. Oh my God. She buried all of her money. Yes. She even at one point uh, put silver bricks and gold bricks behind the wall. And then she fixed. What? Yeah, 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 wait, yeah. Wait. Spackled she, the wall. Okay. Let me just unpack a little bit. <laughs> Sil- she took silver, had it melted down and made into bricks or bought bricks. She bought bricks. And she bricks bought silver, silver coins too and gold. And hid them in the wall of her home. Mm-hmm. And outside. Buried oh, them. That's, that's that's where the metal detector came that's in. That's where the metal. And does a metal detector detect silver and gold? Yes, it does, and and many other things too. It will tell you uh, pretty much what it what you have if it's silver. If it's well, the expensive ones do. We have to go like out. An LED <laughs> yes. readout like, like a screen. Yeah, it does. And so the first one you got. The first one we got was a really nice one because there was a lot of money that she said oh. was. <laughs> Before we could, before we could sell her properties, and she had multiple properties and well, that she got from multiple marriages. Right, she was a mover. She was a mover. As a matter of fact, an older gentleman showed up when we were at the house and asked Mike's mom and aunt if he could have his cattle and land back because she took it in the divorce. That's how she made so much money with all these men. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it was really strange. And what happened with? Uh... She gave it back to him. She said, absolutely. Uh, Mike's mom didn't have a good relationship with her mother. Oh, and she was like, yeah, it'll be, and, and they, and everybody's doing fine financially. There's absolutely no reason. Yeah. Or did, did, did she sell it for, did she sell it back to him or did she just go? She gave oh, it to him. Just yeah. Marilyn right has a really good heart and, and she, she she's says, just like, 
ah, she probably took you for a buggy ride yeah. here. Why don't you take your stuff back? Absolutely. Fair enough. He okay. left there smiling, walking on his cane because he was... <laughs> He's little... like, oh, thank you, God. I got my family's <laughs> land back. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah. Okay. We so. would actually even find $100 bills in between book pages because she Did didn't she, believe in banks. She didn't believe in banks. She uh, Clearly, this is an older lady who grew up during the Depression. Great Depression, yes. And, um, but clearly also fabulously wealthy. Yes. yes, but Hilariously didn't, wealthy. But didn't seem like that. She lived in a mobile home. Right. Which, I mean, if you live frugally. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to die and people are going to find the kitchen money. <laughs> We have kitchen money. Andy thinks that I am a hundred years old because he's like, why do we have money in the kitchen? And I'm like, just in case the Turks come, you don't know. It's in the cookie jar. It's in the cookie jar. We're hiding, we're hiding it somewhere obvious. And plus if someone comes to the house and robs the house, yeah, take some money. Yeah. 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 Have a couple of bucks. You're clearly in hard straits. I'm glad you're saying that right now on the podcast. Leave us alone and just come take the money. It's in the kitchen. Just take the money. It's in the (laughs) kitchen. I mean, swear to God, if someone has had to burglarize homes, they're having a hard day. How about, here's a couple hundred bucks. uh, See, you're nicer than me. If someone came into my, my dad taught me the saying, I'd rather have 12 judge me than six carry me. So if okay. they come into my home, they're going to get a 357. Oh, that's right. During your <laughs> podcast, you're like, or, or on the radio or something, you're like, well, I hope you got a conceal and carry weapon. And I was like, I don't know. We don't know each other very well. I'm yeah. clumsy. Oh. I should not be armed oh. with any sort of firearm. Not even, I have a Swiss army knife and it's in a case. Are you kidding? No, because I, I really, I only want it for when I want to put jelly and the condo doesn't have any good <laughs> knives. Anyway. Oh so, my uh, gosh. Daddy. Anyway, uh, here's, here's And you're my, traveling all over the world. That's scary. Well, here's what I like to say. This is, this is uh, my father. It was in the Marines. And uh, what we learned was always run. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, and what I what I've always thought, and I've said this before, is uh, I would rather trust someone and be killed than not. If my last yeah. words are, oh shit, uh, I'm okay with that. It's an okay way to go. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> it could be worse. Anyway, so you you buy yeah. what? Now, what is what is a brand name of a of a metal detector? Oh gosh, you know what? You got me there. I don't even know brand Fair names. Fair enough. You just go online and go. I want a my, nice. My husband buys them. Oh, does he? Yeah. So he he bought all three of them. Okay. And but the the first one he spent a lot more money on because literally we were out on the acreage and we found bags and bags and bags of silver coins. Wow. We found, like I said, she spackled the wall back because she had brick bars of yeah, silver yeah. angle. Cash stuck everywhere. She was she a little had to paranoid. She apart the house yeah. to get this stuff. She didn't have like, there wasn't like a... Like a it's like kind a of embarrassing fiction. to say. Well, it's... well. Is it embarrassing to be this wealthy or is it embarrassing <laughs> that we're out that there she like, was freaked eh, eh, out? No, not, I'm not embarrassed for her. I'm embarrassed for that us as a family is going, oh, where'd yeah. grandma hide the money? <laughs> oh, no. You don't want to leave it. <laughs> no, and sell it to the next person and nobody knows. Right, and then nobody knows and then, yeah. they, and then they one day, you know, find it or don't find it. And then a yep. hundred years from now, someone's like... Oh, it's weird when they learned how to produce silver and we don't, this isn't worth anything anymore. And plus, no, but I think the reason why she had silver and gold bars instead of, you know, cash dollars Uh is because I think like something, if something like the Great Depression happened again, or if you went into any place in the world, that would still be, you would trade that. Do you remember that Twilight Zone though? There was a Twilight Zone where they invented time machine, which uh, is a cash cow right there. I don't understand why they just sell that. (laughs) Anyway, or no, it wasn't a time machine. It was a, um, a, a cryo 
a cryo thing. Anyway, cryotherapy? No, a, a, a cryogenetics. Oh, they, okay. They essentially they did they did a big heist. And then they were going to freeze themselves for two years. They accidentally froze themselves for like a hundred years or something in this twilight zone. They wake up and um, they uh, kill each other for this hundred, this bag of gold. And then uh, futuristic uh, people in silver clothing find them. <laughs> and they're like, and they open the bag and they're like, oh, that's so weird that they would kill themselves over this useless metal that we learned how to oh. uh, invent. Oh my God, I don't. It's a classic t- Twilight Zone. Tw- I remember growing up watching Twilight Zone, but the only one, I there's two that I truly remember. There was something out on the wing of the airplane. Do you remember that one? Well, that's the one everybody talks about. Yeah. I never saw that one. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. great. And then also a uh, lady wakes up from having surgery and everybody has no faces. No, The nurses and the doctor and everybody has no faces. Oh, I remember the train station one where the guy just gets on a train <laughs> and then he's trapped. And then it turns out it's a giant baby's train set. Oh, anyway, geez. it's very weird. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, so that's that's how it all started. That's how it started, and then and then you were like, we like this. Well, especially since we're finding treasure, it right. was an easy treasure to find. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, you knew where to look. Yeah, but then it went to. And how old were your kids when you started doing this? Oh gosh, let's see. Little? Yeah, yeah, they were little, like five. So they're Austin's nineteen now. Wyatt's sixteen. So I would say. Probably eight and five. Okay. Yeah. For, t- for long 10 time. years. Long time. 10, 12 years you've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and and then we would take them home and we would go to, to even the park. The kids would want to go to yeah. the park and find the uh, the cars, cars that kids would oh, like leave. Hot wheels. Or quarter, hot wheels. Yeah. Or quarters. Yeah. Or earring. Sometimes it's a soda pop little thing Just that a, you could oh, find. The, it. the old flip. Uh, the old, old ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We found an old. Coke can. We found, oh, this one's good. In Missouri, my family lives in Missouri, my mom and dad, you know, we found all kinds of things there. But the most interesting was a cannonball, an old cannonball from the war. Like a big giant cannonball? No, not giant. They, they used to make it about like a size. Like shrapnel size? Yes. Probably a size of a silver dollar. And it's round. And I took it to a historian. He said it was a cannonball that they used. Weird. Yeah. So do you display these items in the home? What do you do with the items? Okay. That's Essentially, a, you're finding garbage. That's no. Yeah. That's a whole other story. My husband is one wrench away from being a hoarder. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have a three-car garage. I can't park in it. Oh, so he's... He's keeping the stuff. He's keeping the stuff. Some stuff. And uh, yeah. did he keep any of the silver bars and stick oh, yeah. in the safety deposit box? I yeah, say, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to live like his mom. No, he can live or like his, his grandma. Yep. Right, he, his yeah, we're very comfortable. There we go. And so why don't we put these in a bank like people, and uh, instead of in the wall, instead of the wall. So when our grandkids come, they think, right? Gosh, I mean, grandma, you can grandpa. keep a small bag. A display bag with her ashes. Just tink. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, when my father-in-law passed, uh, he wanted his uh, his ashes in shotgun shells. Shut and then, up. And so we shot off a bunch of his shotgun shells with his ashes. And then we also have 10 that have him in them. Wow. They're just sitting on the in, in the house. Where did you displayed. shoot the shotgun? Well, he's... Uh, he uh, Like, was there a specific place he wanted to be shot up into the air? No, no, we oh. just, it was essentially, his wake was at his, his, uh, my, Andy's dad was, he trained bird dogs for, uh, oh, yeah, that's field trials, uh, on, from horseback. So he had six acres in, uh, Arkansas. His wife, uh, still has that land and it's adjacent to a national park. And he always had a lot of boatload of dogs. Yeah. And so when we went there for, for, and his dad had ALS and so uh, Lou Gehrig's. Yeah. And so when his dad, uh, passed, 
finally we had this, you know, it's just a barbecue and, and we all just talked about Clyde. It was really lovely. Aww. And, um, and then, you know, the dogs were very sweet. And, and it was so funny because Cindy, his wife was like, Hey, he's got a bunch of guns. Do you guys want some guns? And oh. he was like, I don't know what, to, uh, no, I don't, I don't want a gun. <laughs> and, uh, because we live in Los Angeles, we don't yeah. need a gun. And uh, some people would say, you definitely need yeah. that. But we don't need shotguns. He had some starter pistols. We would be all over that in a heartbeat. Like, well, my husband's a collector with guns. Right. Well, one of Andy's uncles collects guns, and he has, like, a band-sized safe. Yep. He collects Winchesters. Oh, my gosh. And, that's uh, it. That's and it. And so yes. he, he showed me the safe. We walk in, and I was like, this is a safe full of guns. <laughs> and, uh, and then... The two the two nephews, uh, his grandsons, come over and they're like, "Hey, uh, Grandpa, can we fire at least the BB gun off?" And um, and his uncle Joe goes, "Well, you're going to need a, a an adult super adult supervision." Right. And they look at me and they're like, "Will you do it?" And I was like, "I'm the adult supervision. <laughs> you're in trouble, sure. folks." <laughs> and then we all go out, and I was like, eh, "Let's try not to kill each other." Or hit shoot her eyes out <laughs> and we had a lovely time shooting the bb gun and is that uh, the only gun you've ever shot well andy one year for my birthday we went to i wanted a cowboy birthday so i Aww. wanted to go horseback riding go to the gun range and then have a barbecue so we went to the gun range and i shot a bunch of different guns there and it was super loud yeah and the gun range guy was very funny because we go in and uh there was just a, a bucket full of those headphones mm-hmm. for silence mm-hmm. and i said tell me you spray those like bowling shoes <laughs> oh gosh goes, i never thought about that and he goes no. <laughs> and oh. I go, well, I guess I'm building an immune system. <laughs> and, uh, I, or lice in your head. Or some damn thing. <laughs> and anyway, so so you keep all this, keep a lot of this stuff. We do keep a lot of it, yeah. And do you recycle a bunch of it? You're <laughs> some of the stuff we just throw away. Yeah, they're taking yeah. it. Although my, my son did find the Coca-Cola can. He was really proud of it. So we do have that. We kept that. Okay. But, you know, I mean, I live yeah, what with... What are their favorite stuff to find? Well, I, money. You know, okay. it's exciting when you find money. We found, we we did find um, a, a jewel, like a, a little earring. It wasn't, it, nothing that was history that was going to be a lot of money or anything yeah. like that. It was somebody that lost it. But Wait, that was exciting too. Do you find like gems too? It, I haven't yet. Okay. I will tell Can, you. D- does when, it find it though? Yeah, it what will. Is it, what, what is it scanning for? Well, it has to scan for some kind of metal. And I, and it depends on the type of metal detector that you get, too. The uh, more expensive, the fancier yeah. ones actually will tell you if it's nickel, if it's gold, if it's silver. Aluminum yeah, and, and this leads me to what I did. No, this is going to fascinate you. Yeah. For my 40th birthday, because we were so into it, I wanted to go see Forrest Finn. And Forrest Finn, you have to Google. As a matter of fact, Forrest I'll get my Finn. phone. Yeah. 24. Um, Forrest Finn is an older gentleman who lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And okay. he was, he had a fascinating life. I mean, he fought in the war. He traveled the world. He ended up being an art collector. He was a treasure hunter. Yeah. And so he has a lot of treasure. Okay. I mean, I, he introduced us uh, to his family, brought us into his home because I wanted to interview him, but I really wanted to find the treasure that he hidden. Oh, that was that guy that yes. hid the treasure. Yes, and he he wrote a book, and within and the poem, it's a scavenger heart thing. Yes, he wants to get people back outside. So the poem. <laughs> let me see if I can Google it. The poem has um, all the clues you need to find hence um, to find the treasure yes but so people have died for and this he, and he wrote a poem in the book with all the hints yeah like some sort of i don't know super villain <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but he said i'm like what happens if you die and he said there will be there's something to it like i don't know if there's a sensor <laughs> or something that 
they will know if it's been found. It has not been found yet. Okay. At all. So we took our metal detectors and yep. I wanted to go out there and I wanted to find, I met yep. him. Um, we, he had this bottle of whiskey that Jackie O, when he knew Jackie O, she drank out of and he still had it there. And of course I took swigs. I was like, Ooh, I'm like Jackie O. <laughs> I got drunk with Jackie and I'm um, hoping some of her DNA would rub off. Cause I think right, she's so right. beautiful, Right. <laughs> but we have yet to yet to find the treasure. But okay. Nobody's we, found the treasure. Nobody's found the treasure as far he, as I when, know. When did he bury it or hide it? Um, the thrill of the chase he printed out in 2010. That's the name of the okay. book. So, and he did it because he thought he was dying from cancer okay. and he survived it, but he took, he's probably still dying. We all are. Well, he's uh, pretty old right now too. <laughs> we should go. Was he in world war two? Yes, he was. Okay. He was. Yeah. So he's got to be in his 90s. You have to have him on your podcast. I mean, the way, I think his dorkism. I'd like to have uh, Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett uh, on your podcast, right, yeah. yes. If I'm going to have somebody super elderly, <laughs> I want it to be Dick Cavett. No, but he's really interesting. He has so many stories. Sure. And he is kind of like me. He's a treasure hunter. Okay. But he actually has treasure. Right, right. Me, I'm working 10 jobs just to get a right, flip of shoes like, that trying I like. To, we're trying to do it. Do the hustle. Um, here, I'm trying to find the poem here so I can read it to you. Right. So you can tell me if there's any clues Anything that you that, have there. And and is there, did you ever read a book called Ready Player One? No. I wonder if it's based on that. Because Ernie Klein, a guy out from Austin, he's been on the podcast and there's a new movie called Ready Player One. Your sons have seen it. Okay. Anyway, uh, it is essentially, it's about a guy like Bill Gates or somebody uh, who, um, or uh, the Apple guy, mm-hmm. whose name I'm spacing. Uh, uh, yeah. Bill Gates and... Um, you know, yeah. the Apple guy, everybody knows. Everybody he- who's listening knows. Anyway, he wore turtlenecks. And so uh, it'd be like if one of those guys, before they died, uh, put an Easter egg deep in the internet and said, you will own half of Apple or half of if Google you find it. if you discover this. And mm. all the hints were early, late 70s, early 90s um, uh, trivia uh, kind of things. And it, it, the book is really, really good. The movie is very fun, It's uh, but the book is better. And, um, and it's a real light read. It's super cute. But it's, uh, I wonder if they got the idea Exactly from like him. this? Except for that, your your friend, Mr. Forrest Finn, over here would mm-hmm. like people to go outside uh, because these people he wanted grew to go up, people yeah, into go the, the virtual reality. <laughs> he grew up uh, being outside and a lot of adventures, and he um, loved being in Wyoming with his family. And he just thinks it's kind of a bummer that most kids stay inside. So it's right. the thrill of the chase. He wants people to get out and and look for it. Unfortunately, a few people have died looking for it too, though. That's so weird. How did they die? Well, they went out when it was too cold and they wouldn't give up. Oh, yeah. oh. So. Yeah, or dangerous. Some think it's underwater, under waterfalls. and <laughs> Yeah, so here's the poem. You want me to read it to you? It's not very Please. long. Please do. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, it's Jackie Cation with an ad for Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't. They don't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as the 100 Most Popular. 
With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, get custom notifications for price movements so that you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the Dork Forest a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. So sign up at forest.robinhood.com. It's forest.robinhood.com. Thanks a lot, you guys. Let's get back into the show. It says, it's called The Thrill of the Chase. Notice I clear my throat. Like I'm doing a really great reading here. As I've gone alone in there and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where and hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt and take it in canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below the home of brown. So people are thinking where warm waters halt and brown, brown trout, fish. Yeah. Um, From there, it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drying drying nigh. There will be no paddle up your creek, just heavy loads and water high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant and marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. So why is that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answer is I already know. I've done it tired and now I'm weak. Here's the last part. So hear me all. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold if you are brave and in the wood. I give you title to the gold. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, what I'm trying to figure out right now with my little cheap <laughs> metal detecting family. Uh, I, uh, I would, uh, yeah. <laughs> That is. Uh, Aren't you happy you asked me now to be on your podcast? Totally. I'm so that's, dark. That's crazy. That's uh, that makes me think. I don't know the. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of weird. But mm-hmm. literally, I am my father's daughter, and so I'm like, well, who buried it for this old guy, and is it still there? Well, he said, and here's another thing because people are thinking, is it in Wyoming? He loved to go Wyoming. Is it in Colorado? But he said he was able to do it. He made two trips, and his wife didn't even know he was gone, and he had to make two trips. Because he was old and weak. Okay. So, but it's not in New Mexico. So we're... Oh, he said is it, that it has been revealed that it is not, not in, in New, New Mexico. Mexico. He he revealed more clues because after people died. Right. He yeah, was he like, was like, okay, I can't let people die. One of them was a priest too. <laughs> well. <laughs> serious. Once the priest dies, then you then it, it's just, that guy's going to haunt you. <laughs> uh, so, well, that's... Okay, so you... Now you have three. Mm-hmm, three. And... Do you still go out? Sometimes we do. My boys are older now, so yeah, they're, yeah. they're like mom and dad are kooks. Right. But, you know, every once in a while, we'll go out and we'll do things. Like I took them, I told you I went to uh, the Bahamas. Right. You guys went on a cruise. A like cruise. A Disney cruise. This was probably five years ago, right? Yep. And okay. we packed, we packed maybe, yeah, it was five years ago, five, six years ago. And we packed the one metal detector. You mm-hmm. can fold it up. And when we stopped off at the Disney Island, we thought, well, we'll take it and we'll look yeah, on the beach. Super fun. Something hit. And Mike got a hit. So we started digging and then all the kids started coming around that were with parents. Right, sure. So it caused like a little disturbance. And then the Disney people came over and said, no, 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 no. You can't have that out. You got to go. So we thought, gosh, is there treasure there? And then Mike's opinion was in the Bahamas, maybe there was some kind of bomb or something they don't want. Or found, drugs. Or missile or, or yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe it was a long box with, or, and yeah, I mean, that'd be bad press for Disney. <laughs> it and, would be. Uh, if it was something uh, disreputable. <laughs> But, and they, I think they, 
Disney is so intense too. Mm-hmm. They want everything so regulated. They're like, they're digging a hole. Yes, in this yeah, exactly. Weirdo. Well, yes. they're probably thinking we are the weirdo because it wasn't a normal right. hole that you would dig a sandcastle. I mean, we were no. getting pretty deep. Oh, it yeah, was like yeah. three feet. Right, right. You were just like, where the hell is it? How how deep do the to the metal detectors that you have go? That's a good question. You know what? I don't even know the answer to that because you did, you dug three feet and you didn't yeah find you didn't anything. get anything yeah but you also have like a little hand metal detector too um, and it uh, so when you you pick up if you pick up the sand or the dirt you put the hand, uh, the little hand metal detector and it'll tell you ding 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 if it if it goes off if it's in your hand and then oh. if not you got to keep digging okay so. Yeah. It's sort of like panning for gold. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah. So it's is it a stick with a flat thing yes. on the end of it? It's yeah. one of those. We have three of those. And then you have a hand one that's just kind of like, um, how can I describe it? Um, if you go into... Like okay. a hand This is nasty. Cleaner? If you go into an OBGYN and you know when you get an ultrasound vaginal and they stick it up in you, the, the, like a the wand? wand, that's what it is. That's oh, what it looks like. like. <laughs> all right. That's all right. It's uh, uh, weird. Yeah, I know. But we do have fun. And our other thing that that's we love awesome. to do is we like to go um, thrift store. We like to stop off at antique shops wherever we go. Like if we're driving to see my parents or driving to California, we'll find some little hidden gems and look around. Right. And and your husband will wish to purchase them. Yeah. Something that he can't live without. I went to, have you ever been to the um, Crazy Horse? The Crazy yes. Horse National Park uh, thing, except for it's not, it's privately owned by the by a bunch of different tribes. It, it, so it, It's out by Sturgis. Right? Yeah, it's by Sturgis. Mm-hmm. It's by Sturgis. I've been to it's Sturgis. Also, right. Have you also <laughs> been to the Four Presidents? Have you been to the... I did, yes. Yeah, sorry. I, I said Sturgis. It's by Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's over by Wall Drug, you guys. There's free water there. And, uh, <laughs> well, listen, Sturgis was a weekend to remember for us. Okay. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, so, yeah, but we go. And at Crazy Horse, I had been, like, I don't know, a thousand years ago. And then we just went this last summer with Andy's moms. And uh, we stopped. Stop. And there is a. Th- uh, did you go to the museum? No. Okay. Well, because I had never gone in. There's a couple of things that I recommend every time this the damn crazy horse comes up because it costs fifteen dollars per car- carload of people to go in, mm-hmm. and then you get to see the work that they're doing on Crazy Horse, and then there's a museum, and it's lovely. I th- wait. No, it might be thirty-five dollars carload, whatever. But it's fifteen dollars per person extra if you want to get on a bus and go stand next to the nose. You're kidding! And I thought I, they didn't finish it. Well, no, it's it, it's still they're still working on it. Oh, okay. it's, it's four times the size of Mount Rushmore. Oh wow! It's going to take a hundred years, and it it doesn't matter because the nose is done anyway. <laughs> and I'm so mad at myself that we didn't go because I didn't know about the fifteen dollar a per person stand next to the nose and get your picture taken. What do they have? Like a little uh, level balcony out there? Yeah, that you could stand. I think oh. that they built like a little place where you could just stand and you stand next to the nose <laughs> and you could pick the nose. That's what I was That's thinking. Right, you course. knew exactly where my childish well, brain exactly. went. I'm like, I pick the nose. Right, and, and you could, uh, but like. I would, because that's what I would want to do with Mount Rushmore. I'd mm-hmm. want to go stand next to a head. Yeah. And, but you can't, right? I mean, they're like, <laughs> no. And, uh, but, but you can with Crazy Horse because it's new. Yeah. And, um, 
That's so cool. I'll have to go next time. Next time you go, spend the extra 15 bucks and go <laughs> stay next to the nose. That's cool. That's like once in a lifetime kind of thing though, too. Exactly. And so that'll be neat. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> My dorkism. Um, <laughs> he had, he had, oh, right. So oh, that's what I was going to tell you is that at the museum, uh, the, the, the Native American Museum, the Indian Museum, they had all of those sort of old, you know, racially either horrible or just doubtful, uh, you know, oh. the depictions of these of these people. Yeah. And one of them was this amazing, there was like a baseball card set kind of thing mm-hmm. that was made in the early 1900s, late 1800s that you got bubble gum with, a, with an, an Indian card. Hmm. And it was just different uh, outfits and, and, and depictions. And so uh, I looked at this display. They had almost a full set. They are missing like four or five cards. And all of the um, the write-ups next to this this art, and a lot of it is just sort of like white people art about Indians from mm. the 17 and 1800s and 1900s, and they're all written by by Native American curators, right? So they're like, hey. Uh, these are really cool, but please do not call us these names. Uh, these oh. are really cool looking, and they are great that they're that they they took you know that they have these depictions of uh, people from these hundreds of years ago. And right. It's really neat, uh, but we don't need to be called names. And uh, so it's re- it's really kind of what was the names? I know you're. I mean, were they offensive names? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just oh. horrible Indian okay. kind I of. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. know, I understand now. Just nightmare racist. Yeah. Names. Oh, and that's horrible. Like, and it was in the museum? Right. The museum had the cards and the and the sort of the, you know, because they also came with kind of really kind of cool art. Okay. Or it was a depiction of the lifestyle or the lifetimes mm-hmm. of actual people at the time who uh, had very difficult lives. Mm-hmm. But uh, they captured it in a piece of art that the current Native Americans and the current tribes are like, well, this is cool. I understand now. You know, I will tell you, going back to Forrest Finn, yeah. some of the collecting item or the cl- items that he had, some of yeah. the treasures, Sitting Bull's pipe. He claims that it's Sitting Bull's pipe that he has. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and That's the kind of treasure and collector he is. Right, right. And, um, and I'm sure that, you know, it's sort of like the Elgin marbles that are in the British Museum uh, that are from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of stuff from, like, Cambodian stuff from a lot of temples that are in the British Museum. And Have um, you been there? You're so knowledgeable. It's like you've, you travel all over the world. Well, I travel all, all over the world. And plus, I read a lot of shitty historical fiction. <laughs> and some of it's true and some of it isn't. And some of it is interesting enough that I will do a little research to find out if it is indeed uh, true. See, I just watch the History Channel. There you go. I'm more That's of a it. watcher. There you go. <laughs> and you'll get you'll get some information and uh, some of it will be true and some of it will be alien. <laughs> yes, that's true. Right? And, but, do you ever watch those UFO shows? I do, some of it I do, but I'm really into the History Channel with the Curse of Oak Island. Again, it goes back to treasure hunting. The I don't know why I'm obsessed. The Curse of Oak Island is um, an island in Canada, and these brothers are trying to find the treasure that they were. It was hidden years ago, buried, and I don't even know how they were able to accomplish this. It was, gosh, it dates all the way back, like into the the 1800s. They found a piece of treasure, and they found a gem, and they found a cross to prove that it came. And then they found something from France. 
uh, France that was on that Canada island. And There's an island off the coast of what side of Canada? Uh, like is West Coast or East Coast to your knowledge? No. Don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm what's what, it called? Oak? It, yeah, the uh, Oak Island. O-A-K. Yep. It's the curse of Oak Island. And okay. people have tried to find like it for boy. years. I know it does, but it's... <laughs> and, and the one thing that drives me crazy, it doesn't really get anywhere each episode. They may find something and they're about to find something else and then it'll go to another episode. Geraldo. That's exactly remember, they're Geraldoing me. Remember the the Geraldo with the with the opening the safe of Bugsy Malone or whoever the hell no, it was. No, it wasn't Bugsy. It, it was wasn't. another gangster. Yeah, right, yeah. And there was kid. nothing in it. There was nothing in it. I remember because I was in college. I had some serious drinking I wanted to do, but I got sucked <laughs> into that, and so I stayed home on a Friday night and watched the whole damn thing. And I'm like. Oh, I could be drunk by now. Did you kind of feel bad for him? I felt bad for him. I didn't. I rarely felt bad for Geraldo (laughs) Rivera. I was like, that guy's getting some. He's fine. (laughs) And uh, and plus, I thought he knew. You do? Yeah, I thought he knew, and he was just like... What a ratings letdown. Well, probably not a ratings letdown, but what a letdown. It was a giant letdown. Yeah. And I... Granted, if he knew, he must... And he might not be the brightest guy in the world. I think that has been proven by history. But uh, the the thing is, is if he knew, he must have realized that this would follow his career for fucking ever. Yeah. But nope. He decided to do it anyway for the ratings. Mm. And he, he played it out. He played it out. So do you love those treasure? What I do. other treasure shows have you seen? Um, have you ever seen the, the like where they go into the Titanic? Or any uh, yeah, of that kind of stuff? Yeah. James Cameron has actually been to the deepest part of the ocean. And um, he... when they f- didn't they lose the Titanic and then find it? Yeah, they found it. Didn't they find it? They found it. They of found course it. they did, because there's there's memorabilia all over in museums. Right, but wasn't yeah. it lost for a long time? Or well, it went down. Chick. Yeah, <laughs> it was lost for a while. <laughs> sorry, sorry to break the news. That's the ending of the movie right there. The Molly Brown Spoiler House alert. You know what? The Molly Brown House is here in Denver. I don't know. You know that, right? I don't. Who's yep. Molly Brown? The unsinkable Molly Brown. Shut up. You know about marbles in Egypt and you don't know about Molly Brown. She was a survivor of the Titanic. Oh, uh, the unsinkable Molly Brown was, I, I feel like that was a Mary Tyler Moore movie. No, no, she was, (laughs) she, um, was a passenger on the Titanic. And And that's why she was called the unsinkable Unsinkable Molly Brown. (laughs) But she did, she came from wealth and she was really, um, an empowered woman. Like she didn't take crap from anybody. Right, right. She was probably monumentally overeducated for her time because she came from wealth. Absolutely. Well, she came from I think it was new money, if I remember, so she wasn't quite accepted into the circles. You have to go check out the museum. So vulgar. Yes, I know. New money. What are you going to do <laughs> with it? How dare she? <laughs> How dare your Buy family? Buy myself a nice pair of shoes and hat. <laughs> Watch it. Watch me walk away in these shoes. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, but what, I mean, the thing is, is I know that there are, like, those on the Travel Channel mm-hmm. and on... Wouldn't that be the best job, too? What? Uh, tra- the work. travel channel. I mean, to go places, to find treasure. And you know who else? <laughs> what has- treasure would you go find? <sighs> Forest fence. Right? <laughs> no. Um, you would like that series? I, I would really like to go. I think I'd like to go just look in Egypt and look, look around. I'm fascinated also by mummies. I know that's weird. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, and there's Josh Gates. Do you know who he is? No. On the history. You have to watch more of the History Channel. I know it. He um, has this great show... Um, gosh, 
destination unknown. Okay. And he travels everywhere and he looks for tre- different types of treasures. Okay. So, Josh Gates. Josh Gates. Okay. And he, he was in search of Atlantis. And so he went over to see if he could find the lost city. And then he was in search <laughs> of Bigfoot. And he went over to see, you know, all kinds of stuff. But I don't Does know. Does he ever I just, find anything cool adjacently? Well, yeah, he has found, you know, like um, some old, uh, where was he? The Aztec culture. He found um, some memorabilia. No, not scrolls. It was, <laughs> I think, pottery or something like that. Well, it makes more sense because scrolls wouldn't have lasted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing about mummies is that they sealed those tombs, and that's why everything lasted because there was yeah. no air. Yeah. And uh, but have you ever been to a museum where the windows are open? No. Yeah, all over Italy and all over Cambodia, they got museums and and they don't have any air conditioning. So they should, open the windows. They open the windows because it's hot, and you're like, hey, climate control, these. Paintings are like hundreds of years old. They're going to disintegrate for yes. your face. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's craziness. No, I haven't traveled as much as you've traveled. Well, I've do been to stand up. I've been, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I didn't, I couldn't believe that you go all over the world. Like, I thought it would just be, just you Denver. know, here. No, yeah. not Denver, but in the States. <laughs> Boise. I'm you going know? to Boise. And, uh, you know, I. <laughs> you were talking about going to Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. And I've, you performed there. I did. I That's did. That's amazing. It was good. It was nice. And I'm going to Europe in, um, April to do like an armed forces thing. So it's okay. uh, just a, uh, just go stare at those people. Those people are bored. I don't know if you know much about the armed forces. Yeah. But, uh, that's wonderful that you do that. Time. Yeah. That's wonderful. You do that. Honestly. Well, it seems the least I could do to go to Brussels. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Europe either. So that to me would be an amazing trip. Okay, Mike. I haven't. Uh, let me tell tell you what Mike ought to do. He ought to take some of the gold bars that <laughs> yes, he I know. his grandmother and take you to Florence and to Venice uh, in May. You're going to want to go, uh, actually, in the end summer? of April. End of oh. April, because uh, May 1st is when holiday season starts uh-huh. in Europe, so I'm told. So you want to go before May 1st because it's less crowded. Good. And then you want to go after like September 1st or 6th or something like that because uh, most of Europe takes the summer off. So oh. you and and the weather's better. So um, like yeah. I've never been to France. I really want to go to France. I gotta go. I gotta go check it out. I want to go to Ireland too. Oh, I, I went. To, I, I did a Dublin comedy festival uh, a couple of years ago. Really? I bet yeah. that was a hoot. A hoot. And then, and then we spent the and then because uh, my Andy will come with me when I do something cool. Yeah, I was depressed he didn't come to Denver because I think Denver's pretty cool. But he I understand he'd Denver. rather go to Ireland. Yeah, he's been. <laughs> <laughs> but like when when I got booked in Ireland, he's like, we're going to Ireland. And I was like, well, I guess we are. We That's are both cool. going. We went to Hong Kong and then we went wow. to Iceland. When we were in Ireland, we went to Iceland. And then um, and we spent four days driving around Ireland or four or five days. And then we spent four or five days driving around Iceland too when I did Iceland. That's so. craziness. How do you get booked? I mean, your agent just books you and calls no, you and says, no, no, hey, I don't have an agent. You uh, do it all by yourself? Well, I got the festivals will ask you. And I remember I've been doing stand up comedy for at least a hundred years. <laughs> and so on. everyone knows me. Uh, people don't know me, but uh, people do too know <laughs> you. That's why I was nervous me. talking to you. Yes. I was like, oh. Well, Denver knows me because Denver, for some reason, plays all of my comedy albums all the time. Constantly it's, on our it, comedy channel. It is hilarious. And I've been talking to these audiences here in, in, at, uh, at the Comedy Works, and I'm like, you guys are lucky I'm working on a new album because you've heard all of the other albums. <laughs> 
the rest of the country hasn't heard all of the other albums, so I can do whatever I want. You people uh, who have heard all of my other albums will be excited to hear the new stuff. And those of you who don't know who I am will be like, oh, I thought this would be better. Oh, she's, oh, stop. Are you going <laughs> to do, do you have a Netflix special? Come no. on, we need you to get a Netflix special. Is there, do you have that kind of power? Because by God, there's a treasure I, hunt that I'm on. I'm calling out right now to the Netflix people. No, there's a couple producers in town. Well, Feel free to invoke my name. You would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I, uh, but uh, a Comedy Central special, I'll take anything, quite yeah. honestly. HBO, Showtime. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. <laughs> so um, what um, What other uh, What other treasures, what, what are the, what's the worst treasures that you keep? Like, what's the, what's okay. the, yeah. On our 10th anniversary, <laughs> we went to Mexico. <laughs> And yes. Mike got Where a did you go little tipsy, the Riviera Maya, which okay. was really nice. It was uh, one of those all-inclusive things, which I highly recommend. Oh, because, kind of thing? Yeah. I highly recommend because you can eat and drink as much as you want. And, uh, and you just chill You don't have to worry week. about it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But they, uh, we went to um, Chichen Itza. And that was when it was open. Now you can't go to the top of the pyramids. They kind of sealed it off. Yeah, because too many people. Yeah. Yeah. Have been you doing damage. To, you got to see the pyramids in Mexico? Yeah. yeah. That's Chichen literally Itza. the only thing I want to go to. was really, really cool. It was amazing. The steps are super, super small. Wow. It was hard to get down. I had to go down on my butt. Yeah, scared. yeah. It's scared. It's super high. But um, they have local people that sell different items. And yeah. um, for some reason, Mike got really tipsy and he bought this gigantic, gigantic necklace of a swordfish that's really obnoxious, that's silver, and and a panther, a panther head, a wooden panther head. Yeah, and, and he a silver swordfish. sits it right in the middle of our family room. So it was a game for the longest time where I would hide it behind something, and I would argue. I'm like, why? I, my house is like a bachelor's pad. Yeah. I have two boys, a husband. I had to buy two female dogs just to get more estrogen in my freaking house. <laughs> and it, it smells like sweaty socks. I have panther heads. My kids, so sweet, would bring home rocks for me. Yes. Sometimes pieces of concrete, so I would have to display like them. cats that are bringing you dead birds. Yes. I, so, and it was their true love. They had one time Wyatt, this is when he was probably about five, he came up on a skateboard and his entire skateboard was filled with beautiful flowers with the roots still in them that he dug up out of somebody's yard. Mom, I brought you flowers. I said, oh, hurry, get them in the backyard. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I replanted them. But so, <laughs> so I did. I said, shh, don't tell the neighbors. Oh but my, um, my my husband, he he does have that panther head still displayed, and I think it's the gaudiest, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Even though someone took time to make it, and I appreciate their craft, sure. it's just... It's not necessarily hmm. for you. No, it's not. And, and I have now, a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks still displayed in my house. Yeah, uh, where uh, where Andy's dad uh, and 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 uh, his wife lived, uh, and his wife still does, but uh, his widow. But uh, okay. there's a crystal mine right there, and there's nothing to do. There's absolutely nothing to do when you are trapped in uh, outside of hot springs in. Uh, against a national park unless you'd like to hike a bunch mm -hmm. and so every day i would take a walk over to the crystal mine because they had a gift shop so i am the proud owner of many rocks because every day i'd go and i'd kind of go that's a cool rock <laughs> and then I spent like three dollars on a rock or... but are they crystals that you feel like bring you positive energy because mine are just like rocks, rocks that they no, no, bring they're home good looking rocks no, they're good looking rocks yeah, yeah. Huh? they're just uh I, I got some amethyst and i got some rose quartz oh. and i got some nice you know there's amatite uh 
and then there's a couple like of geologists over here. Well, they, 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 well, they, they all had signs right in front of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Fancy pants. I was like, damn, this woman's so smart. She's I can't amazing. keep up with her. It turns out they were labeled. Uh, so, <laughs> and I did buy them. So, but it was, um, where yeah. do you have them displayed? They're just wandering around on bookcases around our house. Okay. And Andy's like, a lot of rocks. There's a lot of rocks in our house. And I'm like, don't even talk to me about your Hot Wheel collection. <laughs> and uh, we have thousands of, we have hundreds of Hot Wheels. One day they're going to be worth a lot of money, though. That's what he says, right? No, no. Uh, that's the funny thing, because we have at least uh, eight or 9,000 comic books. Hmm. And um, none of it's going to be worth any money. And it doesn't matter, because he loves it. And it doesn't Aww. have to be worth anything. That's cool. Uh, but I did ask him to go through his comic books. And because they're our, I mean, I read them too. They're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, they're around the house. Like Spider-Man? Yeah, all Superman. of it. Yeah, cool. all of it. And uh, so, but the thing is, because the comic book only takes 20 minutes to read. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a nice break uh, from whatever you're doing, right? You're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to read a little Ms. Marvel. And then you read <laughs> and then you're done. And then you know what Ms. Marvel is up to. See, that's what I need and, to do. Instead, I turn on the housewives. Right, right. And then you're like, I wonder what these people are doing. <laughs> and now you know. And uh, so, but it's... Uh, but I told him to go through, because he, he said, you know, it's disappointing. I did start collecting these because they were going to be worth money. They were going to be a treasure. Yeah. But uh, it turns out that all of them aren't. And uh, so Oops. I said, so go through them and you and keep the ones that you think you'll reread, the ones that you um, think are worth some money, and the third nebulous f- uh, thing that for keeping something would be you have some sort of connection to it. You're like, well, this was the first comic book I ever got. It's dog-eared. Like, I have a, yeah. a Hank Aaron baseball card. Oh, that has to be worth some cash. No, it's all ripped up. I mean, it's, oh. a, it's a hunk of junk. But it's the... It, it And my brother's... I tricked it out of a kid. So it wasn't... I mean, there's <laughs> like... You? Yeah, I'm not the You were of one of those. Yeah, I was a nightmare. That happened to me. Yeah, you were taken advantage of. I was. Yeah. I'm naive. I was so taken advantage of that I had this... Really nice game. Um, it was the the bears, the um, Behringer bears, or whatever what were they called? The Care Bears. No, nope. no. Nope. Going back even further than that. Okay. Um, but anyway, it was like the the bear town, and it was a okay. really nice game. And my friend Lenny <laughs> tricked me out of that game for. I go over to my sister and go, "Look what I traded Lenny for." It was a plastic spoon and a plastic ball. I had to throw the ball up in the air and try and catch it with a spoon. <laughs> Oh, and she got like a $50 game. My sister would march back over there. Give it back to my sister. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, I was, I was a, uh, I I was for many years, a terrible person. And then I became a better person. And so, but still we'll wake up in the morning. Terrible. Well, uh, that's uh, making up for lost time. (laughs) So, but uh, what, uh, but still to this day, I will wake up and go, Hey, try not to be a nightmare. And uh, (laughs) like you ever walk through like the metal detector at the airport and go, am I a terrible? <laughs> I am not. Do you good for me? Do you ever get patted down? Yes. Yeah. I, now, I wonder why they they. It uh, is occasionally random. Weird. Do you know who it isn't random? Huh. Uh, someone in a turban. That yeah. is not random because no, that person not. gets patted down every time. I know. My friend Jeannie Ashere is a great comic out of uh, she's a British comic, but she is black, mm-hmm. and uh, like her parents came from somewhere like a, a full on. And she told me, and I can't remember what country, cause it turns out Africa is enormous. Yeah. But, uh, the, uh, um, every time she comes back to uh, the UK, they need her to talk, to hear her accent. Like, cause she has a British passport. She grew up in great Britain in London. Yeah. And, um, 
And so she went with a with a white male comic, and she's and he was like, "Yeah, they they stopped me too. Don't worry about it." And she's like, "No, uh-huh. they don't. Uh, not the same. Not the same. Yeah. Let's let us go through together." And he won't even talk to you. He'll just look at it, look at you, and then hand you your thing, and you'll go through. He'll look at me and he'll go. Oh, were you on vacation? Oh, really? And so then she's like, now I was working overseas. And because uh, she filled out the paperwork, he knows exactly why yeah. everyone was out of town and came back. And so, and, and as after they got through, she said that she was like, it was like, it's the training of white people. Just that, because that she's is black? Nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. See, to me, I'm again, I go back being naive mm-hmm. when it comes to that. I mean, I, of course, there's racism out there. We've talked about this and a lot of ignorant people out there, but. I would not, if, well, if, if, if he... It's hard to know when you live, like I live in a very specific fishbowl mm-hmm. and I can be aware of things and I can know it's injustice and I can know all these things, but I don't know it, know it mm-hmm. until I'm standing next to someone and it happens to them or I watch a video online or I get the anecdotal horrible you know, 19 things a day where someone follows you in a store. With yeah. I have friends right? that talk to me about that. That's actually happened. And to me, it's craziness. And you're I like, just, that seems insane. Yeah. I can't believe what they go through with the, with her coming back. I would think the first thing, is she beautiful? Is he hitting on her? Is no. that why I, I wouldn't have thought she's it's because she's good black looking people. Yeah, she's. It, maybe she, he wants to talk to her because she's beautiful, but I would not think it's because she's black. I just wouldn't have thought of that. Right. But it, and it was, um, but yeah, there's a because, lot of ignorant people out there. Like we talked about the peppermint patty lady, the whatever lady <laughs> mm-hmm. she, you know, and filming of the lemonade stand and all right. that crap that people go through. You should know this, Denise Plant. What? It's been an hour. Has it really? Are you cutting me off now? Nope. I was just getting started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ginny, uh, Ginny Garofalo talked about beating. And at an, about an hour 10, I was like, you can keep talking about beating forever. But I'm turning the microphone on. Beating? What do you mean and beating? She, she makes uh, beaded, oh, beads. beads. I, were, I thought you meant beating, like beating. Oh, like beating I, I was like, wow, you cut her off? <laughs> That's <laughs> brutal. You are a bad person. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so Denise Plant. Thank it's you. Uh, plant with a T. Plant with an E. Uh, that's it, Annie. Uh, Denise Plant Denver on all the things. Instagram, Twitter, all the things. Yes. Got it? Yes, yes, and, yes. And uh, Life and After with Denise and Deb is your podcast. Thank you. And uh, any sort of, uh, if somebody wanted to get a, get into treasure hunting, any recommendations? Um, get a metal detector. <laughs> and, and, and definitely, I think the fun part is I'm still obsessed with Forrest Finn's treasure. Get his book. And, um, and look see if, into it. You could actually Google it. You don't even need to get the book anymore. Right. It's, it's so popular. You can Google it online and get the clues. But, um, you know, get outdoors. Have fun with the family. There's also, geo, <laughs> there's also geocaching. You know, that's kind of a fun treasure, mini treasure hunt, too. Right, where people hide scavenger hunt stuff all over the world. And if you take something, you have to leave it. Right. I I heard that there was someone who doing doing that in Angkor Wat, and then one of the where um, is Angkor Wat? It's in Cambodia. See again, I need to travel more. But the thing is, is so somebody and and they do it in like these old timey temples and stuff like that, and you're like, hey, it's not a construction site. You don't just get to leave like an army guy behind a rock. At the pyramids. Uh, don't do that <laughs> with your geocaching, uh, my friends. Anyway, thank you. Thank you for doing the Dork Forest. Thank you for having me on. I hope I was entertaining enough. Oh, yeah, you were. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? 
If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?